So when we're talking about rent roll growth, what's your opinion of not all business is good business? I personally 100% believe that not all business is good business, yep. but I do know um, there's some business owners and principals out there that might have a, a, different, a differing opinion. Yep. I guess from my experience, not only working in property management, um, but consulting and training with agencies, you tend to find that the majority of departments are spending 80% of their time managing 20% of the properties. Yep. And there's a common thread with those, well, generally those 20% properties, whether it's a, a difficult landlord that won't maintain the property, whether it's an older style property. So I think it is really important and I'm surprised that a lot of agencies don't, but it's important to have a selection criteria. Yeah. And that selection criteria actually starts with understanding your bottom line of how much it actually costs to manage a property. Yep. Uh, as much as I'm a passionate advocate for never, 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 never negotiate on management fees, um, as part of our PPM system from, from a lot of member feedback, we've created a management fee calculator spreadsheet. Yep. And ultimately what that is, is up the top, it has from 4% up to 14% because believe it or not, some agencies are getting 14% yep. and then it has say $200 down to 2000. So you can see that if you're going to charge 6% on a $400 week property, it's gonna generate $36 or what, what $46 or $100. Okay. Now, I mean, everything that I train on is, is, is thought provoking at the end of the day, the individual runs their business the way that they want. Yeah. But I mean, if you did want a, a discount on or negotiate on, negotiate on fees, as I said, it's really important to know your bottom line. And it could be, it costs $26 a week cost $26 a week to manage the property, taking into consideration labour and expenses. Yeah. So one of the selection criterias could be once you've done an analysis is to go, okay, well, we can't manage any properties under $280 per week yeah. because it's not profitable. Now, on the other side of the debate, um, of not all business is good business. Uh, the owners say, well, it, it adds an asset value to the rent roll. It potentially is a, a future sale. So we're happy just to grow, grow, grow in numbers. It's interesting with a lot of our, our leading agents when it comes down to how many properties can a property manager manage, which once again is very diversified and takes into consideration a lot of different elements. But some of our leading agencies uh, have a ratio of 60, 70 properties per team member. Now that's not per property manager. Yeah. That's if let's say 
for ease of calculation, it's a property manager and a PA. Yep. So they would be able to manage on that 60 to 70, 120 to 140 properties together. Now, when I, I share that agencies are doing that, a lot of principals kind of go, well, that seems impossible. How are you going to, to generate any income yep. with 60 to 70 properties? But they've been strategic. They've, they've looked at their business from a financial perspective and gone, okay, we are, and, and traditionally there's, there's three types of properties in all areas. So you've got your, your high end, your average, and your low end. And the low end is generally the 20% you don't want yep. to manage. I would be letting those go. Then I would, and this is when it, is also important for your strategic marketing plan of areas that you're going to, to target. So I would be looking at 70 to 80% of the average because they're going to rent really, really quickly because they're average rents and it's what the majority of tenants want. And then potentially 20 to 30% of the higher end properties Exception to the rule, like if you're a boutique agency in a high-end area, then obviously yep. you're going to have a lot of high-end. But that's where it comes down to working smarter, not harder. And, and not only from a bottom line profit perspective, um, your selection criteria also needs to be based on the condition of the property. So you need to sit down and have some expectations that the carpets are well, well maintained. Just generally, it is well presented. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is you're qualifying the landlord as much as they're qualifying you, well, I believe. Yeah. And if you go out in a listing presentation and suggest that they, they, they replace the carpets, or one wall may need painting and the landlord says, no, no, not interested, don't have the funds. Once again, that should be an alert. Like, I mean, if they're not going to take your recommendations from the outset, how difficult um, is it going to be to get them to attend to maintenance? So in setting a selection criteria, one, make sure it's profitable. Two, presentation of the property. And, and three, how cooperative is the landlord going to be with you? Um, yeah, I, I found once I embraced that concept in, in my career of property management, everything changed, everything changed. And as I said, we spend 20, no, we spend 80% of our time managing 20% yeah. of the property. So, if we can improve those those properties, ultimately it should give us more time. It's actually a, a six-step, what I call a, a clean sweep process yeah. of analyzing your rent roll and um, making sure it's it's got really good quality properties. But I can talk about the clean sweep program in a in another no. episode. Cool.